What's good? It's Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. And this is not another, not another damn, damn podcast. podcast. Presented by Damn Sales. Episode 148, yep. still under quarantine. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that means that we're separate. I'm in my house doing the podcast. Naeem was in her house doing the podcast. But Correct. we're still here. Mm-hmm. Yes. So if you hear a slight delay, it is what it is. <laughs> right. Technology has advanced to a certain point, but <laughs> some stuff mm-hmm. it just can't do. <laughs> Thank God we still have a podcast. That's because Exactly. Exactly. Being at um eighty percent is better than zero percent. <laughs> correct. Correct. Yeah. This is all correct. We still still passing. <laughs> We're still passing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but got a shout out to Love <laughs> creator of J Sculpts, the first fitness belt to hey, cover girl. the entire midsection and provides one hundred percent comfort during your workouts. You see you sold me an interesting jazz um picture earlier. <laughs> Somebody y'all um, jack and yeah. swag. <laughs> yeah. So I happened to be scrolling through one of my friend's pages on Facebook and mm-hmm. I saw him post something that this guy posted. Like I don't even know who this guy even was who posted a picture. I'm sure he probably doesn't even know her. But he used the opportunity to like use Jazz's um encouragement journey of her showing her before and after pictures like she oftentimes posts like she posts before and after as Those encouragement are the jazz story jazz is at all about 190 at her biggest and jazz is short like five two or something like that so so 190 is yeah. a lot of weight to carry out around on that small frame like that correct mm-hmm. so then she did her and transformation she showed- and put her side by side this is what i looked at at 190 this is what it looked like now and like people are like, okay yeah like, yeah it was like encouraging to show her proud moment that you know you can do it too like through hard work exercising diet all of that that you too can do this and so this guy used that moment as an opportunity to say ladies stop doing this like basically saying that nothing is wrong like, you know don't be skinny and just try to shame it like he body yeah, shamed the thick. other way to try to say like, that. like thick women stay thick <laughs> jazz used to tell me that all right. the time you hear that all the time when she would post her um with during her progress like Girl, you look good before, but guess what? She's like she always said to me about that is like it's not what other people say, it's how you feel about yourself. If exactly. you're not happy, then change. Like people think that their compliments mean so nobody give a shit about your compliments. It's like, like if you're not happy, right. then that's the problem. If you're happy being if she was happy at the 190, that's another thing and shit. It's like, but right. if you're not happy, then it's time for you to make the change. You have to do what's best best for you. Not because mm-hmm. some random shithead say like, "Man, you look good." <laughs> some shitheads on Instagram, like some thirsty shitheads, say something. Who cares? Because <laughs> I think but, that just all around that just women, we need to just you know just have more of a positive body image, just in general of ourselves. Like work with what you got. Like you know, work it. Like if you got your one ninety frame or you got your one ten frame. Work it all the same. Like, we shouldn't be felt like, you know, we should be shamed into not liking our bodies because it's like, like I said, it just, it's just toxic. Like, the whole thing, like, being like, oh, you know, like, being skinny. Like, I've always been on the skinny side. I've never been, like, like even at my heaviest when I was pregnant, I've never even been 190. I've never Mm -hmm. even made that. Like, even while pregnant, like, I 
just am a small girl. So, I mean, I learned to, you know, work with what I have. But then when people, like, do, like, the, oh, the whole skinny thing and, you know, like, guys don't want this, it's like, apparently some guys do want this. You know, it's all about finding what works for you. You said what? You're married. I said, so somebody like I'm married and I have two kids, apparently, you know, somebody wants this. You know, but well, I, I didn't expect to. I kick mean, I just know that that was, I didn't expect to kick it off with a jazz rant, but just, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, when I saw that, when I looked at, I did a double take, and I was like, "Wait a minute, ain't this jazz?" Because um, her head was like kind of tilted down a little bit, and like you know, I couldn't like really see her whole face because the way she was holding her phone, so like her face was like partially blocked a little bit. But when I looked, and I was like, "That looks like jazz," and then I said to you, "I was like, is this jazz?" And you was like, "Yes, it is her," yeah, I and I just was like. Her. You know, a big goofy being like, ladies, because the way he wrote it, ladies, stop doing this. Like, get your goofy ass out of here. <laughs> ladies, stop doing what? Like, wanting to feel, you know, more confident about yourself, wanting to, you know, like, ugh. Like, this is what be wrong sometimes, like, with ladies, like, when we have our doubts about the way we look, like, you know, like, we listen to these assholes, it's like, do what you do to make you feel good. If it makes you feel good, like I say, obviously, don't put yourself in jeopardy. Like, I'm not saying, like, do eating disorders. Like, that's not what I'm saying. But if you're doing something the correct way, like, if you want to modify your body, like, whether you want to gain weight or lose weight, whatever the case may be, to make yourself feel better, then do it healthy-wise, in a healthy way. All like, right, don't, well, you know, be, yeah. I think we can move on from this one because, yeah. I didn't expect the conversation to go here. But. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Just saw goofy ass. <laughs> but I guess we all know what we are going to talk about. Coronavirus. This shit Coronavirus. is real. It's really getting real now. Because so, um, For those that don't know us in Chicago, uh, Mayor Lori Lightfoot shut down the entire lakefront. People were kicking it a yeah. little bit too much on the lakefront. Okay, so on the 25th, which was last Wednesday, by the time you guys hear this, um, the weather spiked up. Like, so it was like a little bit of a night. Like, we got to basically see a little bit of spring. And happy belated birthday happy. going off to Aria's, her fifth birthday, the 25th. Thank you. Yes, my baby's birthday. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you. But um, so people took that opportunity to basically go outside and to just just be turn outside. I mean, like the mayor... Turn the fuck up. <laughs> the, mayor say, the mayor did say to us that, and the governor, they said that the quarantine, the, uh, the shelter in place, stay at home, does not mean that you cannot go outside. It just means minimize recommended your time outside. Says, like, yeah, recommended. They said you don't know. And minimal stuff. If you need to make a grocery run because you need to eat, if you need to put gas in your car, if you have to go to work, if you're one of the people who has to go to work, then Fill your yes. Prescription but at the pharmacy. <laughs> even if you just want to just take a walk around the block just to get some fresh air, that's fine. But just people, to get rid of the cabin fever, just get out to get some air for a minute. Right, but people they didn't take heed to that. Like some of my coworkers, because I had to go to work the next day on that Thursday, I had to go into the office, and I work right off the lakefront. And some of my coworkers were saying it was ridiculous what they saw. They was like, if you would have looked outside, it's a park right behind my building uh, where I work at. And they said when they looked outside, it was like all these people in the park on that Wednesday. And they said kids were like tossing a ball around and 
just what part of social distancing don't y'all mofos understand? Why are you outside, grouped outside at a park? Like dozens of people were outside, dozens. They said that part, they said they've never seen that park so full, the way the people were out there. And then another one of my coworkers said when she was coming home on Lakeshore Drive, she said when she was driving up on, you know, the lakefront scene, like the beaches, she said, people just all outside, just beaches, just packed, just packed up. And she's like, what the, huh? They said nothing about that. They said, go take a walk. Go take a walk just means you get some fresh air. Go take a walk. Don't be out there just hanging out and, you know, congregating, hanging out in crews and y'all. No, come on now. So now, uh, as no uh, fucking college students taking ass shots, you like one step away from that shit. Right. So now, uh, Mayor Lori Lightfoot, and she did gangster style. She sent text messages to she our sent phone. The fucking alert. It was an alert. This was, yeah. yeah, it was an emergency alert. EAS alert, yeah. We got two of One came through that Thursday. It scared the shit out of us. And then another one came through, like, I think, what, that Saturday morning? It came through, like, at 3 some in the morning on a Saturday. Mm. It was like, Zid! I was like, what the fuck? You know, so she sent that emergency alert. Saying, like, as of effective immediately, the lakefront, the bike trails, all that stuff is uh, closed. I'll read exactly what she had because I um, screenshotted this shit. So I'm That's basically exactly what it boiled down to. It said, effective immediately, Chicago lakefront, adjacent park, and beaches, 606 Trail and Riverwalk are closed to the public until further notice. When is determined that this degree of social distance is no longer required for the safety of Chicago residents? Do your part, stay home, save lives. That's what she said. That was Thursday. You and were my right. Post, my post I put up about that. I was like, "Ain't no, ain't none of us going to smell like outside if you keep on messing with Lori Lightfoot. You guys stop messing with her. We ain't going to smell like outside no more because y'all mofos can't stay in the house. Yeah. Y'all can't. Like, what is bad? Bad baby's career is probably over there. You can't catch her outside anymore. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> cash me inside how about this cash me inside, how about that that's a hashtag cash me inside how about that man might be you an episode <laughs> <laughs> you're a fool cash me inside how about that hilarious basically because we can't do nothing it's like you guys just can't listen and follow instructions the fact that they were just all packed I saw the pictures of the people how they were packed up on the beach what are you doing? Like I said, I feel bad for my people who like, uh, like I said, because I live by the lake where I live at. And it's like, you know, I would see people like when I was driving, I saw people like run, you know, getting their running, you know, and they were doing it the correct way. They were just running, you know, running, getting their uh, their jogs in and stuff like that. Where people Regular like shit. shout out to man, like the bikers, like B-Man is a serious biker. And I was like, I know that like, he, well, like, you know, he's a person who would ride the trails a lot. He has a like, car anymore. That's how much he's into his biking. Right. <laughs> but it's sure. like now you're messing up for people like that who do follow the instructions of social distancing. They, like they just want to still get their health stuff in. But now it's like now nobody can do it because y'all didn't listen. Mm-hmm. 
But it, like, like we said last week, it's like the, you know, you guys can't listen, so now we can't go to Great America. Nobody going to Great America. <laughs> because mm-hmm. you people, you people who just couldn't listen, you messed up for everybody, and now nobody gets to go outside and walk the trails. This thing is going to have to hit close to home for people to take it seriously. And it's starting to hit close to home to some of y'all. Do you know anybody who got hit personally with it? I got a couple of mine right now. Um, yeah, I know someone like Marcus uh, told me about somebody who uh, he knows personally that did get affected when um, they were. DJ Flint, he's um hospitalized right now with it. And um, I mm-hmm. believe Ballhead is, is as well, too. That's what I was talking about. Yeah, Ballhead, because Marcus told me about that last night. He was like, Ballhead um, is in the hospital right now. He's infected. The last I heard, he had yeah. So he does have coronavirus. He just had pneumonia. Last I heard, I guess. But uh, DJ Flint definitely has a coronavirus. I, I just yeah. saw him posting. So it's starting to hit Marcus people that I know. Yeah, Marcus was like bald head guy. I was like, huh? He was like, yeah, he has it. So I was mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, like wow. Eesh. I but, think um, Johnny Starks, like one of his relatives, he said had it. Cool out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like I you got to hit real. people personally to take this shit seriously. I think I saw somebody else post that they was like, I, they was like, it's all fun and games with memes. It's like until, you know, until somebody is affected, pray for my family. I can't I remember which one of my friends memes about this shit. It's like, because people are really dying from this. I posted one meme <laughs> since then. That was a fucking Friday the 13th joke and shit. That's the only meme yeah. I posted about this. Because it's not funny. People are really dying over this shit. Yeah, people are really dying. People are really, you know, hurting financially. Mm -hmm. It's not a joke. It just isn't. It just isn't a joke. It's not. And people are really, really being affected by this. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I'm trying to find out who... um my guy Johnny Stark said. I know he said it hit somebody that he knows personally. Mm-hmm. He might have not put the name. I know I saw him talking about it a couple of days ago. But right, he's gonna have to hit people personally for them to um take this shit seriously because people still out here just living their life, living their best lives or well, their worst yeah. lives. Like yeah, it's not really their best lives and shit. Uh, here and then you still keep on downplaying it saying that oh it's not it's just okay no Khalil now Khalil is like one of my attention I guess he is getting a little bit of the cabin fever too yeah we no, got no a podcast. he's gonna have to <laughs> yeah yes Uncle Oz so that's for the listeners that's Khalil talking but we're going to get his father to get him back. We said, but we just have to roll with stuff because this is life and it happens. But you got to go back with daddy, okay? All right, go back with daddy. Tell daddy to pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy's supposed to be on duty, but I guess he gets distracted too. Like I said, we've been... Cooped up with the kids. <laughs> and it happens, but but I mean <laughs> what? Yeah, you can tell we don't plan this shit. It's like it's we all over the place. <laughs> but in all seriousness, though, back to the subject at hand, people 
are thinking that, you know, it's a joke and, you know, and just making tasteless jokes. Like, I mean, like, I welcome the videos of, like, you know, like, I like the TikTok videos of people, like, posting, like, stuff, like, little funny stuff that, you know, like, okay, now that I've been quarantined, day, whatever, this is my reality. Like, posting, like, little fun stuff to help you get through it's fine, but just making, like, tasteless jokes, like, I don't like that type of stuff when people mm-hmm. are doing tasteless jokes and, like you said, because people are actually dying from this. Mm-hmm. People are actually dying. Like I said, another thing, like I said, people financially are being affected financially. Because, like, if you, um, especially those in the service industry, they're hurting because everything's shut down, bars, restaurants, etc. So if you're in the service industry... And you're not doing too well financially right now. Even though the stimulus stimulus bill did pass, but um, who knows when those checks are going to go out. Right, because the proverbial, the checks in the mail. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then keep in mind that it's only a one-time payment. And from what I see, the payment looks like, what, it's a $1,200 payment for adults? $1,200 for sing- singles, $24 for couples, $500 per kid, something like $500 that. $500 for each child at most, yeah. But, um, you know, you think about it, if you're like most people, like, okay, we live in Chicago. <laughs> We've been very transparent about that, the fact that we live in Chicago. Nice. And I did see a meme with, um, with Alfonso Ribeiro and the meme show, basically it was like, uh, it said $1,200 in Alabama and it showed him smiling. It said $1,200 in New York and it showed him like looking like, Oh man. Cause mm-hmm. the, and that is some truth to that. Cause depending on where you where live you at, it's like $100, like in Alabama, you could probably, you live in um, a mini mansion, like so to speak. <laughs> right. Right. In New York, you're going to be in a roach infested slum, though. Like in New York, you're, gonna you're not closet. getting much. You're going to be in a 200 square foot apartment in, Chicago, in, um, in New York. Probably in the hood. In yeah. Like, yeah. Right. You're going to have roaches and shit. Probably in the hood. In Chicago, it's like, you you know, you depend on what neighborhood you live in in Chicago. That ain't going to go much farther. Something, um, okay, like, but like New York, you're not finding anything. Like New York, you're going to be in a rat infested. You're going to be here. Yeah. You know, with roaches in New York. <laughs> <laughs> with roaches? <laughs> For 1,200, yeah. But, but depending on, like, where you are. Okay, yeah, I can get a, um, a six-bedroom nice home, like, in certain a parts of the country. <laughs> <laughs> True story, though, because when my girlfriend was, um, when she was, like, relocating before she went back to uh, Denver, um, and she was in South Carolina briefly, and she was saying in South Carolina, she could have, like, rented a whole house for, like, I think five fifty a month, like a three-bedroom, two-bathroom house for, like, five fifty a month. She could have rented a whole house, and I'm like, a whole, you could have got, like, a house for, like, five fifty. But then again, like I said it was South Carolina, so shout out you know, Charlemagne like God. South Carolina's finest right there. <laughs> you said what? Shout out Char- Charlemagne, South Carolina's finest. Charlemagne, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you like, the the money stretches different depending on where you are in the country. And 
Another thing that I like that uh, our cousin Melanie shared, um, she shared from somebody else's page, basically saying for people to stop shaming people into entrepreneurship, being like, you need to take that 1200 and open you a business. Houseway. Not everybody. <laughs> How can I open a business for $1,200? Houseway. It, it, it's possible, but um, not everybody's cut out to be an entrepreneur. That's my whole thing. And that's what, and that's what her uh, post was about, like saying, like, stop shaming people. Everybody isn't. Like, stop acting like entrepreneurship is the fix-all to every problem that you have. It's not. Everybody is not cut out to be an entrepreneur. I've even said this before. Not everybody's going to be Jordan. Some people are going to be Steve Kerr standing in the corner waiting to take the shot. Right. And Steve Kerr made a fine career out of that. Like, if Steve Kerr was the best player on your team, you're going to be the worst team in the league, though. Not everybody's cut out to be, like, the top dog. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I said, Steve Kerr had a good career, you know, coach. Uh, he was a GM. Uh, he did commentator. He's had, he's had a good career. career. I'm not even talking about the other stuff. I'm just talking about his playing career. Yeah, his <laughs> playing career, he had a good career because he got five rings playing as a player because he went to San Antonio, got rings there. Yeah, he's yeah, had a good career as a player. He's the top dog, is that what I'm saying? <laughs> everybody thinks yeah, that everybody. Um, everybody should own their own business. Not necessarily. You might – um. You might be good at like running, being manager of somebody else's business. That might be a right. strength. You have to find your niche and go for it. Like mm-hmm. if you're a good person who's good with numbers, you know, accounting might be something financial. You if you're do a somebody's person books, who yeah, has- instead of running your own business, you could do the books for somebody else's business. If you have the vision and can see stuff, marketing, because some people mm-hmm. like marketing is a talent that everybody does not have. Everybody does not know how to market. Everybody does not. Marketing is very important. <laughs> you can have two people with the exact same idea, but um, one with the vision um, will win and the other one will lose. Exact same idea. Exactly. Exactly. And then you have the talent. Everybody mm-hmm. doesn't have the talent. Not being funny. But the talent is another part of that. Yep. You have the person who makes everything runs, like the boss behind it, who mm-hmm. keeps the machine going. Like uh, like we always see people like to dump on Jerry Krause, but Krause put together the greatest team. He yeah. had that. He knew what to orchestrate to how to put together that bullseye. The only guy he didn't pick for that whole team was Jordan. He But, he, but guess what? Before he got there, like those some of those teams that Jordan was on was trash. Before before right. they put that um before they put the pieces around him, the Bulls were a first round exit team. It's with they Jordan averaging thirty five points a, a season. So it wasn't Jordan; it was the pieces around him. Jordan right. averaged like I think he averaged like thirty eight points one season, first round Damn. exit team. So like that, something like that. <laughs> so it's like, like you're getting so all these stats, but like uh, you're not yeah, doing anything. How important it was to put those other pieces around. Because that's the people say about Kyrie. Well, he didn't drive Jordan, but guess what? When Jordan was was with the Bulls, like before they put that team there, Jordan had his numbers, but the team still sucked, though. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you had to put the pieces but, around him, and that's what Kraus did. Kraus is the one who picked Phil Jackson to run the triangle. Like he did all of that. He put all of that in place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you have to realize the strengths of different people and know that, you know. Just because we have different paths doesn't mean that, you know, this person is more successful than this person or this person more successful than that person. We may all have different paths, but we get to the same road. 
Mm-hmm. Like maybe this person is an entrepreneur. Maybe this person is an investor. Maybe this person is a nine to fiver. Maybe this person is a is a person who started their own business. Maybe this person is a person who went into the family business. Sounds it's like all we're, different all, we're putting together the team for Ocean's Eleven. That's what it sounds like to me. <laughs> Danny's the entrepreneur. What's the name? Um, Elliot Gould's character is the investor. It's like, hey, we're yeah, putting together it. the Malloy brothers. They're the workers. They go. <laughs> yeah. We're putting together the Ocean's Eleven team. <laughs> Olivia says a tech guy because you need a tech guy. You need a tech guy, yeah. <laughs> you need a tech guy. Everybody needs that on their team. Mm-hmm. Basher did explosives and shit. Yeah, we put the team together. <laughs> but your car was like the executor. He knew how to execute things. Rusty, he like was like the right hand of Danny. Like he, he might have been your marketer. Then, like say you need good marketing. Maybe he was that marketer. Yeah, he knew how to execute that. <laughs> Yeah, but you need all of these people for it to work. Yeah, but not everybody was meant to be. It was Ocean's Eleven. It wasn't Basher's Eleven. It wasn't Bernie Max Eleven on what's his character? <laughs> Ramon, whatever. Uh, uh, Ramon. <laughs> Frank. Ramon. Frank Cat Frank Eleven. <laughs> yeah, Frank Cat can't get past that. Wasn't Frank Cat Eleven today? Right. And because it's PG thirteen, I guess I can send me watch it with the kids. It's PG thirteen. I can send me watch yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Right one fan. You were, you the middle of the fucking desert was the only F ball. And, and, and that one was like yeah, he, he he said it in English, so that one you could even throw out. <laughs> <laughs> It was no sex, the one, nothing. The one clear F bomb yeah. was the fucking desert line. <laughs> so I might just be able just to mute it. No nudity. Yeah, I think that we can watch Oceans. We can watch Oceans Eleven as a family. We can watch that. Aria be okay. Aria be okay. <laughs> but yeah, though, like the shaming people into being like, oh, well, you're, you know, because you're not trying to be an entrepreneur. And you're just following. Let's stop this right now in 2020. Like with everything that's going on, all like I mean, my hat goes off to all the entrepreneurs. Like I'm happy that you got your business rolling. You doing your things, big shit. But don't shame like people who are nine to fivers. Don't shame. Them. I say you can't it's become a- an entrepreneur. You um, you either born one or you're not born one. It's like entrepreneur uh-huh. is another way for hustler. Like if you like grew up like hustling, then you have that entrepreneurial gene. You don't just right. wake up and just be like, I'm going to be an entrepreneur. Like entrepreneurs mm-hmm. are like people, like the kid that was going around um, shoveling snow. It's like, it's like, like hustle. Like, yeah, you always looking out to how to make a buck. Like those are natural entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. Not people. Well, you, you, can't work a job. you can't work at a job for 30 years and then just decide to be an entrepreneur. It don't work that way. Put together your um your candy like you like you know you went to seventy first street and got the candy and now you put yeah you it bought it in bulk and then you were flipping it yeah you bought it for a dime and sold it for fifty cent if you were that kid yeah that's right. the entrepreneur that's an entrepreneur that's an yeah, entrepreneur well, right there mindset. like our right. dad was an entrepreneur he always was exactly. like found a way to make a buck it's like not exactly. everybody has all, that mm-hmm. all day our daddy like our daddy could do both like you know he has nine to five but he also had his hustle side like daddy all day mm-hmm. he always <laughs> had a side daddy. hustle like our whole life mm-hmm. he did 
Mm-hmm. Well, he knew how to like make some quick cash, yeah. Right. And legally, too, not selling dope and shit for those things. Yeah, <laughs> we guys get to be like, "Oh, your dad was no, don't no, don't go there, don't do that." <laughs> legally, just put that limit up there. Legally, dad knew how to make money. Well, he selling comic books, selling sports cards, action figures, t-shirts. Like he knew how to t-shirts, make some money. Whatever. Yeah, right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what our dad did. But everybody doesn't have that, like you said, and just trying to make people like you shame people. But here's the thing. If everybody's an entrepreneur, then who's a customer? <laughs> if we all um, own business, somebody got to shop at these businesses. Right. <laughs> we all own a whatever business, whatever the hot popping business is. We all own our own business. Now, who's going to be buying the stuff? So before you like shame and be like, you know, you shouldn't be going, like you're wasting your time going to that rat race every day. You're wasting your time. But it's like in reality, the rat race is keeping roofs over people's heads, especially during this economic time. Who am I talking about? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not saying her name, but you know who I'm talking about. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, but don't, here's the thing about that. Like when I see people like, I mean, and I, and I applaud people. It's like, if you got out of your nine to five, great. If you started your own business, I want your business to succeed. Like I said, especially like I said, my thing, I always say hashtag and I got my fist in the air, support black businesses. I'm all for it. Support yeah. black businesses. We I need more of us. Win, um, except, except if you're an asshole, then like, you lost me. Right. However, <laughs> it's shaming people. And like, I always say the thing to people. You're an Don't asshole, and that's the opposite people. side. I start rooting against you, but yeah. <laughs> if you're cool like it, yeah, I'm like, yeah, go for it. I'm happy for you. If you're a dick, it's like, fuck you. Now I want you to lose. <laughs> <laughs> My thing I always say is like, don't let these people, don't let these social media influencers, like you see their story on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, whatever the case may be, and then you get just so wrapped up into them, like, yeah, and I'm going to say fuck you to my boss and I'm out of here. Now, what if you said fuck you to your boss at the end of last year? And now we're in this economic crisis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what if you were I'm just starting sure your business whatever, now and now you're in a bad shape? Between the end of last year and now would not have been making profit by now because it takes time. Like when you start a new business, like if the reality is, is it takes time before you start to see a profit. That's just reality. Mm-hmm. Like it's not being um, pessimistic. I'm being realistic with that. You're not going to see, you're not going to see that positive uh, earnings until a little bit down the line. And then you'll suffer it because we lived through it. Like when our dad opened his comic business, the first year he wasn't seeing the profits like that. Like basically what he was mm-hmm. putting in, he was spending. Everything he put in, he was spending. He was breaking even on everything. It was no profits. Mm-hmm. None. <laughs> but then, like year and a half, two years in, like I said, when you joined with him, you know, profits started looking good. Like he was able to hire me. That's how the things were going well by then. The money was rolling well, he was in. Able to he hire was able you. To me. And then at one point, business was really booming. Like he had his business and then he had his nine to five. Like around my junior year of uh, high school. Yeah, I want to say around my junior year of high school. Things were really like everything was everything was gravy. Everything was looking real good. Everything was looking real, real good. 
And then the decline happened. When the decline happened, then it became like what it was before. Like when I'm putting in, I'm spending. So at that point, you have to make a decision. Is it worth it to be putting in this amount every month and then this is going out the same amount? I'm not making any ground. Mm. Does that make sense for me to keep my business open? So that's why he closed his business because it didn't make sense financially. But, you know, like if you did, but like, like we said, like if you did it to your boss at the end of the last year, and now we're in this economic crisis because you listen to, you know, who's it online or whatever, because they told you to quit your job and now you did it. Now, who's it got their own problems to worry about because they have their own families to support their own things that they need to do because we all have stuff that we have to do. We all have bills to pay and we all have to support whether it's ourselves or our family or whatever. We all have our own financial stuff that we're dealing with. But the bottom line is, who's it ain't going to, you know, give you money to help you with it? Because who's it got their own financial problems? They ain't going to be out there trying to help you. So just keep things into perspective when doing stuff. Mm. But people and they whole, uh, they just. <laughs> I'm sorry, that just gets me like fired up when people just blindly just follow well, so-and-so said, you can't blindly follow what anyone says. The only person I've always said I trust 100% is the person in the mirror. That's the only person I 100% trust is myself. Mm-hmm. Like, real talk. Like, I can trust other people 99.9, you know, but that 100%, that's all me. The 100% is me because, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to have your best interest at heart at all times. You are. Oh, yeah, boy. but people just stupid. <laughs> well, kind of going with this, since we are talking about an entrepreneurial thing, have you had a chance to watch Self Made on Netflix? Have you had a chance it. to watch that? Uh-uh. I actually watched it this morning because I woke up early and then I didn't, you know, I was like, I have nothing to do. I was like, so let me go ahead and put it on. It's a four-part um, miniseries and it's based on the Life of Madam C.J. Walker. That's yeah. what the series is based on. Uh-huh. So fact, I've heard mixed reviews about it, so you liked it. Um, I liked it, but obviously with any stuff that's an inspired story, it's going to be glaring inconsistencies. Like when people get so wrapped that's in why it, it's, like it's based not a, on a direct, true story, not a true story. It's based on a true story. Right. That's why. It's not a direct uh, adaptation of her life. So people were talking about the obvious inconsistencies that went on. But like our cousin David said, like if you just look at a show or whatever, just or a movie or whatever the case may be to get all of your um, your um, context and you're a fool anyway, basically, like you need to go outside and do your own research, pick up a book, you know, <laughs> do that. Like Just don't take that at face value and be like, OK, this is where it is. And. This is the gospel truth. Like, no, don't do that. Like, do your like view it for what it is, because oftentimes in Hollywood, you know, like a story about someone's life, about their real life, it's like, it's cool, but let's add some of these other little, you know, these other little drama pieces to like make it be wow. Because on film on film it looks amazing. But even like uh, as much as I love hidden figures, like I said, and once again, Octavia Spencer was in both, like I said, because she starred as Madam C.J. Walker and yeah. um, she was in uh, Hidden Figures as one of the hidden figures. And um, like that movie, like I said, I love hidden figures, but they was like some of the stuff didn't happen the way that 
obviously it happened in real life. But we get that for cinematic purposes, you know, like them doing like, yes, I'm triumphing over this and I'm beating all these off. Like that looks inspiring and it looks great on film. But if you just have like just the regular what happened, it's yeah. like it's gonna be a snooze fest and like no one's gonna like really buy into that. You like that ending, like I say you need that triumphant ending and in lot and in life um we don't have that because life goes on. Right. You movies when they, the they died, like, you know, like, the ones with the biopics when they died, like they those ended the way they ended, obviously. But good example of um ones like not having a triumphant ending is like the my the Jacksons American Dream that ended uh-huh. with the victory tour. But guess what? The Jacksons broke up right after the victory tour. It's like that wasn't exactly. like um, they were like, you know what? Like Michael said, I'm done and shit. Like so, it wasn't okay. like the glorious like triumphant yeah we're back together the brothers like yeah nah they did the tour and said fuck it we done they didn't perform again until 2001 for um with michael jackson's the um 30th anniversary 30th anniversary victory tour always 2001 they never performed again together after that like Mm -hmm. all that time passed so the mid 80s right 84 i think the victory tour wrapped or something like that yeah the mid 80s right Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, but, but I will say my takeaway from uh, self made is um, what they showed is that the chip, like the the what I pulled from it is that the the uh, underlying message was that when the chips are stacked against you, you just keep on pushing because you know you have to keep in mind that this was set in the early 1900s because Madam C J Walker passed in 1919. Mm-hmm. So over a hundred years ago, she died. So you yep. can think about the mindset of what was going on in the early 1900s. Like slavery had just ended not that much before. And she technically was born to slaves. Um, she was the first child that was born free in her family. Mm-hmm. So, cause she was born in 1867. So she was born a free woman. Right after slavery. Not so much. So you have to think about the mindset of that, like if you had family that was born that still had like a slave mentality, because they remember when Masa came out and Masa sold your uncle over here and this and that, and they can tell you stories firsthand about what it was like being a slave on a plantation, and you being that first generation that was not born on a plantation as a slave. Mm. Now it was still Jim Crow, like I said, Jim Crow. That's why Jim Crow happened because it's like, yeah, like okay, yeah, y'all are free, but not really. So we're gonna put these. Andrew Johnson's bitch ass was a big part of that. Keep you down. We're gonna put these in place to keep you down. Woodrow Wilson, like yeah, a lot of these bitch ass presidents, they were part of that. Yeah, we don't want you to ascend to great to be the best that you can be. You know, Mm -hmm. we don't want that for you. We want it for the whites, but not for you, Negroes. We don't want it for Mm y'all. And um when they basically show like her trying to push through a heavily dominated white male society. Think about it, like for her to have accomplished her to become a millionaire and being a black woman to become a millionaire in the early During 1900s. The time when, like, first of all, like almost nobody, awesome. almost nobody became millionaires, let alone a black woman. Like white right. men had become like, a millionaire. Back then, you know, a black woman. In 1900. Yeah. yeah, in the early 1900s. So for her to do that, it was like, wow. And her, you know, selling her products, and her products are still selling today, you know. So for her to accomplish and to leave that legacy behind, but 
it was like some glaring stuff that they said that, you know, like one thing that people didn't like, like, like not trying to give too many spoilers, people talked about the colorism because it was like a heavy, it was a heavy undertone of colorism in that series. Mm. And the colorism stuff was a bit kind of like, like when I was watching like her main um, antagonist, like they, I feel like she was a little bit cartoon evil a little bit because like just the you way she was trying to keep her down. It was a little bit too much that she would like that they made that she was like obsessed with like I'm bringing you down, Madam CJ. I'm or uh, Sarah. I'm bringing you down, Sarah Walker, because she kept on calling her by her real. I'm bringing you down, Sarah. I'm bringing you down, Sarah. The way that they made the person like a true villain about how she, you know, would go, would stop at nothing to bring her down, like she would stop at nothing. So I thought that was a bit like, eh, you know, but the overall story of showing her create, you know, a factory, because like she had her own factory, for her to own a factory is amazing. To show like her villa that she built right before she died, and her villa is still up, her villa is still there, that she built, you know, it's like, wow, like she created all this stuff, and it like revolutionized you know, how black women, our relationship and how we do our hair. Like what yeah. she did, you know, she was, Game um, changer. she crawled so we can walk. <laughs> Ma'am CJ Walker crawled so we as black women could walk. She did. It's us. funny you mentioned hair because um we're going to shift gears back to um the quarantine is um we starting mm-hmm. to see like the real, a lot of people now because Obviously, yeah, social distancing is tough. Like you can't go get your hair done during this time. So I'm looking at a lot of people's lives, like the ladies and the fellas. He's saying, "Okay, the real them now." It's like, <laughs> starting yeah, to see them. Can't, can't, get them can't get them. Can't get them weaves. Down. Can't get them weaves done. Seeing that new growth, all of that. It's like, <laughs> you starting? To yeah, see I just that. took my braids. Now my hair is in a bun in a high knotted ponytail right now. If you guys could see me and Ariana, the first thing she said was, "You look." She was like. Oh, mommy, you have a puff. I love your puff. It's so beautiful, mommy. I love your puff. <laughs> like, thank you, baby. So she loves my puff on top of my head, my high ponytail knot or whatever. But shout out, mom, I know it's a- uh, my homegirl. I saw Roxy post some videos like with no makeup. And I left a comment. Yeah. I was like, that's the Roxy I know right there. <laughs> like, yeah. I, that's all you look from at. You. That's I, mean. <laughs> I left a comment on I that say- one. <laughs> Let your natural hang out. Let's I, all be natural. That's the Roxy under. <laughs> Let's all be naturally beautiful. But guys were trying like be funny with they're like, yeah, you ladies not having your weaves and your eyelashes and stuff. It's like some of you brothers don't need to be laughing. If you had that, um, yeah, well, 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 I was that, about to get to the fellas. I was about to get to you. Seen you Kevin that, Hart. Kevin Hart is aging and dark here. If you had that Shannon looking. You can't get that Beijing, that uh, Beijing beards done. It's like the Beijing beards ain't done. Like Kevin Knight Beijing, got. Yeah. I was gonna say the Beijing for one, or if you had the man weave looking like Shannon from um, a fall from grace from Netflix, you had that man weave. You're not gonna be looking good either. Whereas um, Charlemagne calls it that trap toupee. <laughs> the trap, <laughs> yes, the man trap. weave. <laughs> Like some like, of these guys talking, I'm like, y'all don't need to talk either. Like some of y'all, gray beards and everything. That's what I'm laughing. 
It's like, I know Kevin no, Hart had that really, degree in his beard. <laughs> no, the thing that I really want to like, and that's the thing that I don't like about with Marcus. Marcus has uh, has let his gray show gracefully. Marcus doesn't care. Marcus is like, I'm not dying my gray because Marcus does have a lot of gray in his beard. And people were trying to say he should die. Marcus was like, I'm not dying shit. I'm not dying my gray. This is me. This is who I am. Because people were saying that when his gray started coming in, they, he was like, nope, I'm going to be who I am. <laughs> and it's good because now it's no, like I said, now all your friends who were doing the dying with the gray and now, you know, hey, the real them is showing. <laughs> But uh, we're starting to see the real a lot of people now. I want to see. Oh, the thing I want to see is the people who can't Botox. Mm. <laughs> that's probably coming next. Yeah, depending on how long this quarantine lasts, that's coming next. Right. Because you got to get re ups. Like when you Botox, you got you to, you know, you got to re up it. Like Botox don't last forever. It's a temporary thing, and then you got to re up it. Or if you have mm. like the. um the Bosley stuff going. Like, you gotta re-up the Bosley for the men. You know. Shout out LeBron James. Yeah, what do they call it? Who call it? Follically challenge. If you have the follically challenge, young men, you know, have that, and then you put it in. It's the trap to pay, yeah. You gotta get those two. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, I think that it's good that all of us are just gonna show us, and you gonna know who you really, who really loves you, because if you have somebody and they seeing all you in, in this glory right now and all your glory, <laughs> your quarantine look. And but we really want like, to start seeing the real um the world is changing around us. Like a lot of industries are not gonna survive this. Like I think movie theaters are dead and shit like RIP to the movie and theater business, I think. We'll I, see. Unless studio, they open up drive-ins again. Yeah, drive in unless they switch to a drive in, maybe. But I think um the studios is just gonna release it direct to the customer. Mm-hmm. Like just release it and then charge like um like twenty dollars for like the premiere. You get like a twenty four hour like rental for like twenty bucks, something like that. And that's like mm-hmm. about so much two movie tickets would cost like twenty bucks. So it's about the same. Yeah. So they can make their money like that. And that's the theaters gonna make it, uh, the theaters uh, gonna make their money from more from movie tickets. They make it from concessions, from refreshments. Is how the theaters. Yeah. So that's why, yeah, that's why it's such a markup because, like the um the um the movie studios keep most of that um at ten dollars you spend on your ticket, like the, they right. don't get that much of that. They might get a dollar of it, like the theaters, so they make their money off of them. Maybe, maybe, yeah, and that's it. And then and the studio, um, that's why the studios are gonna be great. So you know what? We just release it direct to the customers. Like, and that's like, why it's always like, Dollar Tree by the movie theater because that's where you stop for your concessions. You stop at Dollar Tree. And Dollar Tree is getting in on it too. So like, say we're gonna hey come to us and say we give us that money instead of giving it to AMC. Give us that money. That's what Dollar Tree is. Because I mean, I, I'm transparent. I go to Dollar Tree like Ariana knows. I have I have a big purse, and you know we get our our movie theater candy. And then like if I get a bag of chips, I open up the chips to let the air out, and I roll it down so you can fit it better. You gotta, hey, come on. I'm not gonna spend all this money. Like, I'm not gonna spend $4 on a candy bar and I can get a $4 Dollar Tree. I'm just not gonna. I mean, that's not smart financially to do that. It's just not. Well, I think we're seeing um, I did see that. I did see that um, on Disney Plus, which Macaulay is about to start um, streaming, uh, that movie Onward that just came out. I saw a graphic come up about Onward 
that that was mm-hmm. going to be available for like digital something. I forgot what it said, but I saw it come up on the on the scroll bar, and I was like, oh. I said, so mm-hmm. they may be looking to um. All the studios should release versions of their apps, like with just the new releases. Like said, mm-hmm. like they have Disney Plus for like the stuff, the streaming service. Now they should release like Disney Premiere or something like that. Well, like that's just like the all the new movies, and then you um you can pick which movie you want, rent it for like twenty four hours. It's like buying the movie tickets. It expires after twenty four hours. It'd probably be like twenty bucks rental. So that was like a movie night. Yeah, like if you take a date out to see a movie, you're gonna spend twenty dollars on tickets. It'll be about the same price right. point. I think that's what's gonna happen. Right. People are gonna do that more. It's gonna be a lot more bootlegging because of that. If you because they releasing it direct to the customer, so <laughs> it's gonna be a whole lot more. People will just rip that shit from there. But I think, but people are bootlegging already anyway. So what does people it matter? You never want to stop the bootleg, man. That's why when people try to, that's I was why having this discussion with some of my people, people like that, like um, what Mike, Mike shout out Mike Jones. He was saying like, yeah, but they're not gonna do that because the bootleg man. I was like, the bootleg man is already out of control. He'll just have better copies then, but people are gonna buy bootlegs right. regardless. Whether it's the crappy copies or the good copies, like people are gonna buy them. So, and that's why if, going um, back to um, if, if Disney or Sony or any of these studios feel that um, hey, we're gonna make the same amount of money releasing it direct to the customers. You know what? Fuck AMC and Tiffany's theaters. We're gonna release it and, right uh, to the customer. <laughs> and whoever, yeah. What's the mm-hmm. other one? I forgot. All the little movie theaters, movie studio grill, whatever. <laughs> No, yeah. but that's why I like, well, AMC back is the big one. That's whole... why I named them. I know other smaller ones, but yeah, AMC. But that's why going back to adapt, like the whole like, like, like drive man. They're gonna have to adapt. But that's why going back to like the whole like Black Lives Matter stuff and like when they were like you know going after the bootleg man and stuff like that and like killing people over selling CDs or you know New like cigarette. who doesn't yeah like oh like who doesn't do that like. I mean, like I said, yeah, is it is it legally the the uh, thing to do or whatever, Noah? But is it worth dying for? Absolutely not. It's not worth dying not for. Death penalty, like it doesn't say that on the on the um bootleg on the DVD. It says a fine of up to two hundred and fifty thousand and five years in jail. It doesn't say the death penalty on there. Right, it doesn't say death penalty. It doesn't say like punishable by death. It doesn't say that on there. The copyright thing. Right. I've never seen and that. Who on doesn't there. know the bootleg man? Like I said, if you go to Heroes on 87th and Dan Ryan, like it'd be the bootleg man right there. Once again, they we're outside of any dollar outside of any Dollar Tree. Dollar Tree stays stealing from the movie theaters. I guess like <laughs> this Dollar Tree <laughs> <laughs> this Dollar Tree is giving a big finger to the theaters. They have the, the you said the, the can they have the um one near every theater with the um with the candy there. And then in the parking lot is usually here. a bootleg man at every Dollar Tree I've ever seen. If you're looking for a bootleg man, <laughs> go get your Dollar Tree. You'll probably you're find honest, one. Not because I did, like, now that you said on 87th and the Dan Ryan, yeah. Now that you did say that, yeah. It would be the bootleg man. You're looking for like a bootleg, <laughs> like head to your nearest Dollar Tree. He's somewhere. You got to look for him. He's lurking somewhere around there. Don't <laughs> like drive around the parking lot a little bit. You'll find him somewhere. <laughs> you'll find him. Like, oh, there, there he is. He's parked, he parked in the cut right there. There he is. <laughs> He might be on the other side of the parking lot, but he'll be there. They'll just look for him. He said, hey, yo, hey, yo. <laughs> Chicago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, I mean, like, they, at the end of the day, the movie execs, like, yes, it's stuff going to get bootlegged, probably, but they still are going to make money hand over fist. They're still going to make tons There's and tons There's still going to be money. a lot of people that um, are just doing it honestly. 
people are gonna rent right. like the movie at home. Like they're gonna rent the newest um Marvel movie from Disney premiere. I just made that up, but like that's say that's the service that has the new movies. Like Disney gonna rent it from there and like pay, click on and pay their twenty dollars and watch it. And then you're gonna have people that download it for free from the legal sites, the bootleggers like it's gonna happen. But uh-huh. <laughs> but they're gonna make their money because not everybody's gonna steal a movie. But I think movie theaters are done. I thought I think colleges are about to get a big kick in the nuts too, because like this online um, people learning from home is like it's like not only is like it's more convenient, but you save a lot of money. It's like, this is true. So that would like cut down on the college tuition now is over thirty thousand dollars in state. Mm-hmm. But if and it I all goes it's like online, it's going to be like way less than that. Out of state. Right now, yeah. so it's like right now, if you have a child going to college, so like in some years when my kids are college age, I'm like, I don't even want to see what tuition and room and board is going to be because hopefully, this coronavirus kills the colleges and they switch it all online because it'll be much cheaper. Because, like, you think an online is. course might an online course like might be like like a thousand dollars or something like that. See what I'm saying? <laughs> so so it's going to be like way less than going to college or something like that. <laughs> And use this time to invest for your kids. Like, invest it wherever you can. Like I say, even if it's just $20, like, invest in your children's future. Even if it's just a small amount, just try to invest what you can. I know it's, I, mean, I know things would be hard, but I mean, if it's like to a point where, like, you literally don't have anything extra, don't put yourself in a worse position. But if you have a little bit where you can put to the side, put a little bit to the side if you can. If you can. Oh, when I got a shout out, um, all of my DJs getting it in. Yeah. The online parties have been lit. I did a couple of them. I let mine out the bag right now. Yeah, I did um two days, possibly a third all one right. tonight. Um, well, it'll be after that one, but uh, possibly a third one I'm doing because um uh-huh. I might do a live yoga session working on that. So uh-huh. But I had some pretty good um responses, like especially the second one. Well, before my feed got cut off. <laughs> yeah, I went to Club Oz both days. I kicked mm-hmm. it at Club Oz. And I was back the here just. I was like, you trying to make me have a whole. I was having a whole dance session up front. I was just dancing. Uh, like, like my living room was my dance floor. I was in there just getting it. <laughs> yeah, I did some numbers. And then it is. Then Khalil I didn't get. Because like, when he was looking at the feed a few on, uh, on Saturday night. He kept on, Uncle Oz, Uncle Oz. I'm like, he can't hear you, baby, and he can't see us. And he just kept on, Uncle Oz, Uncle Oz. <laughs> I'm like, he can't see or hear you, baby. Yeah, I was I did some really numbers. Wanted- I'm trying to pull up, pull up my analytics now. I just want to see what kind of numbers I did on these. But you was getting it in, though. I got a good you feedback. Good. I feel confident about what I was doing. I think uh-huh. it was a success. Yeah. I think it was too. I think you did. Yeah, really thirty-three hundred well. people stopped by the second night. Like this is mm-hmm. before the feed cut out, and then another fourteen hundred um when it cut back in. So nice. Night number one it was like almost twenty-five hundred. So mm-hmm. I did. Some but yeah, you gotta you gotta have that positive. I mean, you gotta you gotta keep your spirits up. See, ain't nothing funny about what's going on. So, like, I mean, while we're away, like, let's, you know, let's try to do um, 
you know, virtual. Wait, so, like, oh, I mean, like, I went live on Facebook. I went live on Facebook for oh, Ari's birthday. Guys, and, Adam, he's going hard right now. Like, I'm watching this. We're recording this on Sunday. He's been on pretty much all day. He's pulling oh, a wow. D nice. Like, my guy Vince Adams is still going hard now. And when yeah. I got up, he was pretty much going. Mm-hmm. DJ Chip, he got one going. Shout out, Chip. Y'all know Chip. Well, I, would, uh, I want to go on DJ Chip. Yep, the Juke he Master. He was a DJ from around the way yeah, Chip is on right now. I was reading some of the DJs yeah. that are getting it in right now. I'll check Juke Master. My guy, G-Spot, is like, yeah, it's um, a bunch of DJs that are getting it in right now. It's got to show love. I think so Naina Drake did one. I, I didn't see what time she was doing hers. I think she was doing one. You still can get in with your people. It's like the bottom line. Like I said, like uh, I did the stuff with Ari. Like uh, on her birthday, she video called her best friends and they talked. And I did a live feed on Facebook for Ari where people wish her a happy birthday. And Ari, I just love that. She's like, yes. And welcome to our video. The way she was talking, welcome to our video. And she was just going. And I'm like, this little girl. <laughs> But you just have to get more creative with how you communicate. One of the like one of the uh, best videos I've seen recently. Have you seen the Deborah Cox and um, Tamia video? Uh uh-uh. uh What did they do? They did a, a cover of uh, "Count on Me," Whitney Houston and Cece Winans. Okay. And they did it, and they them girls can sing like they was the harmonies, and they was killing it. They. They did to like bless us with uh, their beautiful angelic voices, and they mm-hmm. killed it. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, this is not. They gonna have to do another one now. They gotta do another duet cover <laughs> for us because that was too good. It's like now you can't, you can't give us just one now. Y'all gotta give us some more because it was too good. So we want to see more now. But I mean, just find ways to just try to find something positive of what's going on. Only thing and keep the negativity away. Keep the negativity mm-hmm. away. <laughs> but I mean, I wish this is totally, this is totally like kind of off topic. But I just have to. Address I, don't know, it. I don't think I know what you're gonna say, but there's some dumb shit. Huh? I'll let you go. I think we're gonna. Think we have the same story and shit. Did you see me, girl? Do yes. Joanna man, exactly. Joanna man and shit. <laughs> So according to TMZ, they said that he was arrested, but I mean, it was a citizen's arrest because they're not actually, if you're doing like petty misdemeanor shit, they're keeping, they're not going to hold you for that because it's a misdemeanor. No, no, anybody got no time for Joanna, man. So basically he uh, stole groceries from the grocery store. That's what they said happened. He stole groceries. He's already a thief. He stole money out of people's pockets by being in Joanna, man. Anybody who paid to, anybody who paid to see that movie, he stole from them and shit. I didn't pay for it, so he didn't steal from me and shit. I did get him to say Juana Man in a drop though like years ago. <laughs> say, hey, this I is Miguel Duvier, aka Juana Man. Are you listening to Oz Man the Wizard? I got him to say that shit. It's fucking Juana Man and shit. Because when I saw when I saw them have Juana Man pay for your groceries as a caption in this TMZ article. I'm like, why? Just why? <laughs> why are they still calling him Joanna Man? <laughs> Joanna Man. Because like what the, what the police are saying, they said that when he was in there, they said his credit card declined. 
And so he just walked out of the store without paying for the groceries. But what he's telling the but what he told the police, he was saying that um Juana man just walked out. <laughs> but that's not what he said. His story is saying that with social distancing, he said you gotta be six feet away. He's saying he got tired away and people were taking too long. So then he loved it. He said that he came back because he intended You're to right. pay for the You're items right, another Juana, day. Man. Stop lying, Joanna, man. That's what, that's what Matter of fact, said. I'm posting that. Like Johnny Kulaw Starks had a great fucking post and shit. He's like, yeah, the Chris Talk, Chris Rock will always be Pookie. Mike has to be always be Day Day. Keep it going. Hashtag stolen. I'm putting like Miguel Nunez will always be Joanna, man. Yeah, and that's- <laughs> I, 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 I commented on mine was, so you know what mine was? I said, I said, Terry Vaughn will always be Lovita Alizé Jenkins. <laughs> I did put Tiny Lister always be Debo. I'm adding um, Miguel Nunez. Those are facts. Those are facts right there. Yeah, that's getting added. But Joanna, man, they was like, he didn't pay for his uh, groceries. And it was about $200, they said, with the groceries that he didn't pay for. So he wasn't jailed or anything. Like They basically gave him a slap on the wrist. and Clown. <laughs> <Clown. laughs> Joanna, man. But when stealing. I saw that Joanna, man, gets arrested for stealing groceries. But I need that. But I mean, like in these types, you need a laugh like that for dumb shit. You need to laugh at dumb shit. Oh, yeah, we it all laugh at Joanna. Man. Who doesn't laugh at Joanna? <laughs> Joanna man. Well, a dumbass. <laughs> no, let's wrap it up on Joanna, man. It's time to end this. Thanks for listening to Not Another Damn Podcast. Wrapping oh, up and on Joanna. Okay, real quick, uh, rest oh, in peace oh, to fuck. John Callahan. I don't want Callahan. to wrap on Joanna, man. Go ahead. No, but listen, rest in peace to John Callahan and to uh, Fred Curly Neal from the Harlem Globe Trials. So, yes. I think we could have ended on Joanna, man, but it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to well, show my respect for them. You go out on a high note, Will. <laughs> Joanna Man was it. So I'm ending on Joanna Man. So <laughs> that's it. Not another damn podcast wrapping it up on Joanna Man. <laughs> and those up from the rest of the said, but wrapping up on Joanna Man, really. And if you like what we're doing, like our Facebook fan page, Not Another Damn Podcast. Also, you can subscribe share rate review on apple Podcasts, tune in spotify our heart apple podcast tlc talk radio what up tasha soundcloud i'm all over the place right now also your amazon alexa device and youtube audio only video coming soon meaning eventually also follow me at ozman the wizard on instagram twitter and tiktok oz radio on snapchat and facebook as well you can also Check out OzRadio.net, a work in progress, but um, actually put some work into the website this weekend, you know, on um, quarantine, actually updated the music a little bit, so your currents are better now. And if you like the 90s and 2K classics, hit up OzRadio.net, the bomb. I will send you the link. And you can check me out, MSIMAH626 on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok now. Or mm-hmm. you can also check me out, S-T-R-A-G-U-L-L-E-Y-1 on Twitter, S-T-R-A-G-U-L-L-E-Y-7 on Instagram. 
Also, please like the Straight Gully Facebook fan page. Check out straightgully.com for your blogs and vlogs. New ones coming soon, I promise. And for your video production needs, check out straightgullyproductions.com. There it is. I'm Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. And we will talk to you later. Bye. I'm gone.